Hey guys, welcome into College Sports Cast. I'm Brad, and we are presented by the Fanboys. guys it's brad back with college sports cast and uh we're bringing you our thursday night game day pick em show um if you were with us on tuesday night i did mention that the nfl mock draft thing might be tonight um he's been under the weather this week um that's all i'll say um and he's just not feeling quite up to par yet so Whenever things get all lined out and uh, we can we can get it all worked out and aligned why we will air our NFL two-round mock draft. <clears throat> we are looking forward to that. So, But um, I have John Roberts with me tonight. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, and Jason just messaged me a few minutes ago and said that he's in a power outage. There's been some storms. We've had some, too, here in Kentucky. So there's been some storms across the south. Um, and uh, he said they're in a power outage. So it looks like, for the time being, it'll just be John and I. So we are going to be doing the game day pickums like we normally do. And uh, this is the – First week of March and the final week of the regular season of college basketball. Um, there is a few conference tournaments, some of the smaller conferences um, already going on. There is four conference tournaments that will uh, – the champions will be crowned by the end of Sunday. So I will get to those as well. And then John and I will Win some baseball. That might be what he's looking at now. It is exactly what I'm looking at right now. <laughs> I kind of figured it was. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, we're doing game day pickups. Let me, uh, let me go find some baseball ones." Yeah, <laughs> I kind of figured it might have been. Uh, we kind of threw this together because we were kind of expecting to do the NFL mock draft show, um, but he's been a little under the weather this week, so we. Uh, are going to be doing something a little different. And I just thought we normally do our game day pick em shows on Thursday. So we're going to do a game day pick em. Seemed like uh, it would make sense to me. So, yeah, yeah. We're going to start out uh, with the SEC. There is a few. A few games in the SEC on Saturday in the final the final Saturday of the regular season. Um, there's some pretty good matchups um, in the SEC. We're going to start with uh, UK at Arkansas. <clears throat> uh, both of these teams are coming off of losses. Arkansas got beat almost 20, I think, by Tennessee. 
um, in a game. Tennessee lost their point guard in, and Tennessee won by almost 20. And then UK lost their point guard in the second half and got beat by Vandy. So what do you think – where are you thinking on UK versus Arkansas on Saturday? UK – in Arkansas on Saturday. Uh, I'm going to go with UK's heating up, and UK is going to win this one. You know, I wish I, could, wish I could agree with you on this, and I probably will just because I'm a UK fan, of course. But, God. Come on. You can do it. I know you can. Arkansas handled Kentucky pretty well at Rupp, okay, um, about a month ago. And now they got to go and uh, play at Arkansas. And they got Nick Smith back. And Kentucky might be without Case and Wallace. I'm not sure yet. So here's my pick. If Case and Wallace plays and Kentucky is mostly whole because Wheeler's been out, um, if Case and Wallace plays and we have a reliable point guard, then I'm picking Kentucky. If Case and Wallace doesn't play, I, I'm I'm picking Arkansas. And as bad as I hate to say it, <laughs> as bad as I hate to say it, if Case and Wallace doesn't play, I, I've got to pick Arkansas. And I don't know. And 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 as bad I. As I hate to say it. Hang on. Uh oh. Yeah, I I pulled it up and it's playing, so I had oh, to turn man. it down. Yeah, you did. It was my voice. It was on the thing. Yeah, that was you doing that. Yeah, yeah, it was me. I was trying to copy this to put it in a couple of groups, and I forgot that the volume wow. was up. <laughs> <laughs> it was me. Sorry. All right, so I got the volume turned down now. So that's where I'm going, and I don't know exactly where um, Case Wallace, if he's going to play or not. So that's where I'm going to go with that. Yeah. Um, And then the next game in the SEC that we're going to talk about is Alabama goes to College Station station and plays Texas A&M. It would have been so much better had Auburn won last night. For this one to be the who it wins the have. SEC, it would have. Yeah, I would. But I agree. Now there's you. no drama, no more drama. Yeah, I agree with you. It would have been a stellar game. It still is a stellar game, but Arkansas or Arkansas, Alabama's already wrapped up the number one overall seed in the regular season in the SEC. So, but it still is at Texas A and M. Yeah. What do you think in this one? In this one, I think, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and just say Bama wins this one, even though I have a feeling, a sneaky suspicion that this thing ends up maybe being a a loss for Bama, but I'm going to just call it a win. You know, Bama, if they win this, they'll be 17-1. and one. They don't have the one mark on them through the SEC. The SEC's been pretty rough for most teams, although A&M has only lost three. So, um, right. you know, 
Um, you know, they're they're sitting fourteen and three. They could be fifteen and three, and and Alabama be sixteen and two if if they win. Um, so, and it's in College Station. I want to pick Texas A and M so bad in this game. I really do. Go huh? for it. Go for it. <laughs> I really do. Do it. <laughs> I Alabama's had a few close calls. They I don't know how they how Auburn let them come back last night. That's uh, easy. They went cold. Like they do in every game. So it's not it's not very hard. They went cold. They had some turnovers. Point guard started playing, you know. Not yeah, but they great. had like a I don't know, 10, 12, 14 point lead at one time. Right? Uh 17. 17? Okay. 17 point lead. I okay. guess. Okay, I'm I'm just gonna call it. I'm, I'm gonna go Alabama as yeah. much as I want. As much as I want to pick Texas A&M in this decision. game, it's this a hard. Like I really wanted to pick Texas. If I, I don't know, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> and then the next one, of course, is gonna be Tennessee at Auburn. Auburn blew an absolute stellar chance last last night to get a major, major victory. I don't think it hurt them to let the game slip away as far as their um No, I mean spot. they went to overtime on the road with the number what what could possibly be the number one seed right. overall. Right. So So I don't think it it like, actually it actually their probably net, their net probably their net probably went up. Yeah, you know, I mean, it probably but, helped them a little bit, probably. Yeah, I mean, but still Tennessee, at the same time. You know. On Saturday, Tennessee lost their point guard. Or not Saturday, right. on Tuesday. Right. Tuesday. Tennessee yes. lost their point guard. And then um, still and then still won by a lot. Yeah, they did. So, don't know did. what that means. So... <laughs> But he won't be playing. He he's out with an ACL, so he will not be playing against Auburn. I know that. Um. So what do you think on that? Does that give saw, Auburn? Does that give Auburn a chance at home against Tennessee? Chance at home, but God, with the way Auburn shoots, I mean that they could be on fire in the first half and still lose the game. So that's the thing is if they have that 10-minute or that 8-minute drought or whatever it is, however length of time, they get that drought, then they're done. Game's over. They're losing because they're probably not going to have that drought and be able to hold on enough against Tennessee. And, I mean, I know that Tennessee doesn't have an offensive like just not a great offensive team, but it's still just they're gonna have to move that point guard, and that just kills them. Yeah, but I God, 
I mean, Vescovich, their shooting guard that sits out there off the wing and can drill shots. And but they're going to have to move him to their point guard. Yeah, but it's okay. You, he can just dribble, drive, and kick um, to somebody else. And then uh, at the same time, I mean, you know, Johnny Broom will be will, will get into foul trouble because for whatever reason, nobody else ever fouls Johnny Broom, but he he always seems to get into foul trouble. You know, whether he actually fouls people or doesn't, it doesn't matter. Um, just nobody else on the other team seemed to foul uh, Auburn. So we'll just go ahead and say that Johnny Broom is going to have at least four fouls in the game. And with that being said, uh, Caldwell will have to have a lot of minutes. He will also have four fouls in the game. And... Yeah, it's going to be bad. I'm going to say Tennessee wins, and it's going to be like by two. It's going to be stupid, man. Stupid. If that's true, it'll that'll be, be two. That'll be two heartbreakers be stupid, this week. It'll be stupid, and the game will be not in the 40s like it was in the first matchup at at Tennessee. It'll be it'll be like 56 to 54. That's what it's going to be. It's going to be, it'll be just a dumb game. And that's how it works. I, I hear you. This is Jay, Greenville Sports Media, that's with us saying, yeah, I should have, I should have, uh, I should have, uh, worn my Greenville, my Greenville Drive baseball shirt. I've got one of yeah, those. He's got, He's got a couple of beers up there for us. Yeah, it's, John IPA, might, it's, it's IPA day, man. It's IPA day. John might be drinking one. I'm not sure. I already had it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> already did. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of figured that. But right now it's, All right. it's, it's Dr. Pepper. So, you know, so you're, you're going to see, I'm going to pick Auburn at home in this um, with mm-hmm. with with Ziggler hurt, Vescovy moving to point, Tennessee usually, whenever Vescovy has had to move to point a couple of times this year, I feel like they've struggled offensively. Auburn does too, but it's at home. I'm going to give the edge to Auburn, and and uh, and I'll pick that. So, you know, with them being out, it's of a hard game to pick, but <clears throat> and then the big one of the big games of the day on Saturday is Kansas is going to Texas. Number three, Kansas is playing number nine, Texas. Kansas at, at Texas. Um, this game could decide the Big 12. Because Texas is one loss behind them. And I'm thinking that Texas beat them early in the season. That's one of their four losses in conference, I think. Yeah. Um, So I think that this game will decide the Big 12, the regular season. 
I'm pretty sure that's right. One can only assume. I'm going to go Kansas. Rock Chalk. Jayhawk. You know I hate that. That's why you do it. <laughs> Rock Chalk. You, you know I hate that. Jayhawk. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, boy. <laughs> you just for that, I'm going Texas. I'm even gonna explain it. It's at home and I'm going Texas. <laughs> well, everything's bigger in Texas, including just the losses. For just for that. The right L's are low. just as big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God. Oh, you know I hate that. Do I? I know you. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure you know that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The next game we're going with is we're going to the AC. This is a game. This they're both in the top twenty-five, but Pitt this week has been listed as one of the last four teams in. Okay, Pitt is number twenty-five. I think. And Miami is 16. The winner of this game has a chance to win the ACC. They'll be in a tie possibly with Virginia. And I'm not sure how that tiebreaker works out. Jay might know if he's on with us. He's an ACC guy. But it's at Miami. And this is a game that cut the big – the ACC. And it also is a bubble watch game for Pitt. So, Mm-mm-mm. I'm going to go. Wait. <laughs> he they said that made him throw up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're going to go Pitt charging the super weapon. That's what we're going with. Charging okay. the super weapon. Charging. 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 All right. You know, gosh, Miami last week at home blew a 25 or 26-point lead to Florida State, who was 8-20. And, and this was at home. So, so I, I mean, who what you're going to get out of the ACC? I mean, honestly. Just uh, you can like flip a quarter and because that's about what chance you're gonna get. Uh, you know, yep. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Miami at home. But like I said, they just blew a home win over a ter- with a terrible team last week. So the proper pronunciation is terrible. Terrible. <laughs> it is terrible. Terrible. That's terrible. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. It's with a T with a U. Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. All right. So we got through that game. The next game is a pretty big game on, on Saturday, and that's number eight, Arizona, plays at number four, UCLA. UCLA. 
That's, UCLA, I'm pretty sure, has already won the Pac-12. They have better record. This game's not going to matter. Um, yeah. It's at Poly Pavilion. Um, I'm sure Bill Walton is going to be there. <laughs> I'm almost positive yeah. of it. Him and I don't know. The space between. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to go UCLA in this game as well. Um, I think that's a pretty good pick in this game. I, I would, you know, um, yeah, have to go with that. And then we're going to go right. to the Big East. I've got UConn, number 14, UConn is playing at Villanova. Villanova still in hopes of some chance of getting into the tournament. They have won like five of six, beat a couple of really good Big East teams, beat one on Saturday this past week, and now they get UConn at home to at the end of the season here, um, last regular game of the season. And if they win this and can go into the tournament and win to a couple of two or three games, could they possibly get in? Maybe, because they will be playing some um, quad one games. I mean, UConn is too. So, And they get them at home this time. Does the Wildcats have enough? Are they Have they learned enough this year? Because they started the year off bad. They've been hot lately. What do you think? I'm going – Nova stays hot when wins against UConn. Okay. That's right. You're gonna you're gonna go Nova, huh? That's right. Some may say I think a supernova. Have I been home team, home team, home team, home team? I've been home team for a while, haven't I? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, outside of Kentucky, right? And then Bama. Yeah, I picked home, UK. You, you went, I picked UK and Bama. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with UConn in this game. You can. Got it. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with the Huskies um, in Philly. So mm. we'll see. It's a, it's it, it's a tough place to go in and play. So, and Villanova's been playing really well. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm not real sure. But then on Sunday, we have Houston is playing at Memphis, um, and this is a big game in the AAC. Um, it's not going to matter as far as the regular season goes, but. It's a pretty big game for them. So, <clears throat> Houston, tiger, we have tiger, liftoff. Does the Tigers have a pro, have a chance in this game? No, nah, they're going to lose. But they may have a, a good game out of their point guard. Do they still play at the pyramid? Are you referring to? The uh, oh my god, I'm going 
Bass Pro. The Bass Pro what, Pyramid. Believe I so. Yes. I don't know if that's the sponsor name of it anymore. I have no idea. It is. Well, I don't know if it still is. I'm saying that that is the place that they play. Yes. Right. <clears throat> Correct. Houston. I know. I know that they're right where they are, and you know they are um, a bunch of people's favorite. Mo a lot of people are thinking they're going to be the number one overall team in the brackets. Halftime tonight at home against Wichita State, who has had a mediocre season. And by mediocre, I mean just a game or two over 500. Tonight, halftime, they were up 35-33 at home. Now, I've been busy, and I don't know how the game turned out. But there have been so many games with Houston this year that that kind of stuff has happened. And I just, I don't know. Like Kentucky struggled all year long with stuff like that too. And Kentucky doesn't have the kind of team that is going to make a Final Four run. It's just not going to happen. Houston, Houston, Houston nearly won by 20. Did they? They were That's up two eight, at halftime. 83-66. So, 17-point victory. So, they played well the second half. <clears throat> it would seem so. Yeah. Gosh, I got, I'm going to go with the Cougars, as you know. I think Memphis will probably win this at home. Mm. You know what? I'm switching it. I'm going with the Tigers at home. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to try it. I'm going to go Tigers at home. Okay. <laughs> go for it. That's what I'm going to go with. All right, so on Sunday, I don't have these on the list, but there's three Big Ten games that have some um, bubble watch and and some implications. The three top teams, Maryland, Purdue, and Indiana, are all playing. Maryland plays at Penn State. Purdue plays home against Illinois. And Indiana plays at home against Michigan. Penn State and Michigan need these games to have a chance to have any chance to get in. Um, Michigan was playing tonight and I'm not sure if they won, but they got to win their game. So they they can't lose anymore um, and, and get in, in my opinion, but they're all three big games. I just wanted to bring them up. Um, I, we're not going to pick them. I'm going to move on um, to the there's four conferences that are going to be crowning a champion over the weekend. The first bid that will um, – the NCAA that the automatic bid given out will be Saturday in the OVC. Mm -hmm. um, 
on Saturday, they're the only conference that has their – they're the first conference that has their championship, and the OVC will crown their champion on Saturday. I'm going to go out and pick Moorhead State um, to win the OVC and to be the first team to lock up their <clears throat> automatic qualification for um, the NCAA March Madness. So – that's who I'm going to pick. They're, they are the number one, uh, the regular season conference winner in that conference as well. Outside of them, that conference is not really all that great. There's you mean Buckyballed isn't, isn't, isn't thriving in the OVC? No, there's a couple of teams that are right above, game or two above 500, and Moorhead State's like – I don't know, 20 and 10 or 20 and 11 or 21 and 10 or something like that. Um, I'm going to go out and pick Moorhead State from Kentucky to win this and, and to win the OVC. Um, <clears throat> and uh, lock up that very first automatic bid um, to the big dance. And then on Sunday, there are three conferences. I've got them listed there at the bottom, the Big South, Missouri Valley Conference, and the Atlantic Sun Conference will be crowning their conference championships. Um, the Big South will probably come down to UNC Asheville or Longwood. I would say it'll come down to those two teams. I'm going to go out and say that UNC Asheville is going to win the Big South. Now, I'm not going out on a limb. UNC Asheville is the number one overall seed and the regular season champ. So, But Longwood is second and right there, and I think those two teams are a little bit ahead above the other teams in the Big South. So um, I'm, I'm going to pick those two to be there, and I'm going to pick UNC Asheville to win. What do you think on that? I mean, you don't have to pick these. I just wanted to throw these in. I think those are good picks right now. Um, I was just going to give you a little bit of an update. Michigan is in double overtime with uh, Illinois. Yeah, yeah, they were playing Illinois. Yep, uh, double overtime right now. And so far, Illinois has a three-point lead with 10 seconds to go. Ooh, Michigan don't need another loss. They don't. Um, so then we're going to go on to the Missouri Valley Conference, okay? And the Missouri Valley is a conference who has five – 20-win teams in it for the season. Um, and I think they have a sixth team with 19 wins, the Missouri Valley. That's a pretty good conference. That you feels got that so way. you yeah. got Southern Miss. you got Louisiana Raging Cajuns. You've got Marshall, um, who are all 23-plus wins. In this conference, Southern Miss is the um, 
regular season winner of this conference. And then Louisiana and Marshall tied for second and third in the standings. I'm not sure who's getting the two and who's getting the three. I haven't looked into it that far, no. But I know that Southern Miss is the leader in this conference, and there are other teams in this conference. Like I said, there is five 20-win teams in this conference. Marshall's either second or third in this conference. And I'm going to go out on a limb in this conference and say that Marshall, the Thundering Herd, are going to win the automatic bid and the conference championship out of the Missouri Valley Conference. I know that's not a big limb to step on, but they aren't the regular season winner. Um, they po they're possibly in the third place in this in the Missouri Valley Conference tournament. And I'm going to pick them to win this um, conference and to get that automatic bid. That'd be a big win for Marshall if that oh, happens. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then also on Sunday, the Atlantic Sun is wrapping up. Now, they were playing, there was a couple of games playing tonight in the Atlantic sun. And I would like to know, will you look up um, Liberty versus Eastern Kentucky tonight? Yes. Liberty versus Eastern Kentucky. It was, to, it was going on earlier tonight. Yeah. I'm uh, working on it right now. The, the leader, the number one overall, um, seed in this conference is is Kennesaw State. Um, I think they are number one. Liberty and them tied for the record for the top record um, in this conference. And then Eastern Kentucky University was third in the Atlantic Sun. The third best record. And there is a final in that game, and it is Liberty 79, Eastern Kentucky 73. Okay. Well, Eastern led most of that game. Did Kennesaw State win? They were ahead by like four, 14 in the second half. 10 yes, minutes Kennesaw that, State won 80 to 71. Yeah. So it's down to the top two teams. They were the top two teams in, in the um, – conference anyway Kennesaw State and Liberty was so the winner is going to be one of those two teams those that was the semifinals tonight that we were just mentioning um I I'm gonna pick you know this Liberty team has got a good team but they are uh, they're a little bit one-dimensional um and in Eastern Kentucky who beat them once in the regular season played them well almost every time that they played them. Um, but they 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 do have some talent. I'm going to go Liberty in this game, even though Kennesaw State looked like the better team tonight. So those are my picks for those four conferences. There are more conferences Monday and Tuesday night, and uh, I'll probably break off the show that we have on Sunday night and pick those 
five or six conference championships, kind of like we did the bowl games, and and there pick you go. a cha- yeah, and pick a cha- you know conference championship in each one of them. Um, yep. <clears throat> but anyway, so that wraps up the uh, college basketball, and John's probably got a list of baseball games, and I, I do not I have the base. I do not have the baseball games listed, but we are going. I got that up on the screen. That we're going to do college baseball picks, and the way we do the right. college baseball picks, usually we pick a win the series or sweep. Right, and I've got a one-off game um, as well that's in there. So you're just going to just straight pick the game itself um, right. because it's part of a it's part of a uh, one of these tournaments that happened early in the season. So um, it just is a, it's a ranked on ranked uh, teams. So just going to go ahead and give you uh, that one actually is the first one. It's Ole Miss and Maryland. And if this sounds familiar, it's because they just played a series last week. So how are they playing again? Because they're in a tournament in the same tournament. So they just got scheduled to play. Again, that's just weird. Usually, these tournaments are about four. Be in the same tournament, four to sixteen. Two weeks later, oh, just the next weekend. Was it the next weekend? Yeah, Yeah. they played last weekend because we did the pick them. Yeah, yeah, and we picked the series. And Maryland beat them, didn't they? Once? No, Ole Miss won the series. Ole Miss won the series. Uh, Maryland did beat them on, I believe, Saturday, but this is this is Friday. This it's is the Friday. Friday. Game. All yeah. right, I picked Ole Miss to win the series. I'm going to pick them again on Friday. Okay. Yep. I actually will pick them to win again on uh on Friday as well. Now the next the the first actual series right here is Wright State at. Arkansas. Now, the reason why I picked this is because Wright State has a tendency to make runs late in in seasons in order to, you know, they'll they'll be either a, you know, a 3 or 4 seed in a in a regional and they may or may not be able to I mean they might be able to get past the regional, but they usually make a regional. So Well, Wright State played played Kentucky not last right. weekend but the weekend before last, I think. Right. right. And and Kentucky won the series against them. Right. Correct. Now, the one thing about Arkansas is while Arkansas has been known to be a very dominant, dominant SEC team, this year their pitching is not so great. I was fixing to tell you. So I was do. I saw a graph today. Correct. Uh, I and, retweeted that graph. Yeah, and yes. Arkansas. I sent. I think I sent it to you, didn't I? You may have sent it to me. Yes. Yeah, I think or something. Anyway, I saw a graph today where Arkansas is at the bottom of the SEC in pitching so far. Correct. Era. Uh, their 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 bullpen has not been good. They're, I think they were in the bottom in both categories, starters and bullpen. Yeah, but I think – well, I don't know about starters. I know bullpen, yes. Uh, the bullpen uh, for sure, but I'm, I'm pretty yeah. sure the starters were there too. Right, um, yep. So, but yeah, anyway. That's not good. Pitching, when pitching you can't, is not 
Yeah. Pitching has not <laughs> been good. Um, that's that's not good. I mean, right. if you can't pitch, uh, you know, correct. Giving up eight, the the bullpen ERA was like eight point seven or eight point six. You could also you could also look at it because Auburn's got a bad got a bad rap on both the starting and the bullpen. Right and now, Auburn was, was near the bottom in bull in that cat that two. Correct. Yeah. They're like they were like twelfth and thirteenth, yeah, or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, they were they weren't that far from being at the bottom, but. They're also only have one loss where the starter, you know, it was a starter gave up, but the bullpen also gave up a bunch of runs and they just couldn't hit their way out of it. Right. The other games in which the bullpen or the starting pitching has so given up a bunch of runs. Who's Arkansas? Oh, it's Wright State. Wright State, State in Arkansas. Correct. And it's a series. Correct. It's at Arkansas, right? At Arkansas series, Wright State. Yep. As much as it would be trendy to pick Wright State to win the series, I think Arkansas will win two to one and win the series. Right. And I'm going Arkansas in the series as well. Now, next one is Notre Dame at UAB. Of course, I'm picking this to be at UAB. I mean, I'm picking this series only because it is close, you know, close to home. Um, But we also have, you know, one of the other one of the other guys and the fanboys that's a big Notre Dame guy. So I just wanted to give shout outs uh there. And um but we have Notre Dame. Nathan and Colby, and, that that'd be you guys um mm-hmm. for the Notre Dame guys with the the fanboys. Right. And so who do you got? Notre Dame at UAB. Who wins? And do they sweep? And it's a series, and Notre Dame's coming to UAB. Notre Dame is coming to UAB, playing at the minor league baseball stadium downtown. Okay, playing at Birmingham Barons Stadium. Mm -hmm. Regents Park. Yep. I don't know the name of it, but I do know that they have Birmingham Barons. Yep, it's the Um, Regents Field. I know UAB's got a good coach. I know that uh, he's, you know, been there a, a year or two now. This second, is year two. This is second, year two. Yeah, yep. I think. Yeah. Um, Notre Dame lost a game or two in that opening series. I know that. Okay. I'm I'm gonna give the I'm gonna give the series to UAB. I think you're going UAB with the series. I think I am. Yeah, you know what? Me too. <laughs> huh? Yeah, now, I think I am. This one is for Jay. Jay is still on with us. This one is for Jay. It is South Carolina at. Clemson. Yeah, I've seen that. That's a big one this weekend. This I, one's I seen, big. Yeah, this is a, a a big, big rivalry. Um, South Carolina and Clemson, and they're playing the the whole series. Where it is? Where is it at? Uh, it's at Clemson. Unless at Clemson. unless this is one of those that that they they rotate like yeah, all they three go back and forth. Yeah. Well, like I know that. Georgia, Georgia Tech has done a three-game series 
where one day they played at Georgia, one day they played at Georgia Tech, and the other day they played at the Braves Stadium. Right. And so the the three games were played. I mean, because I mean, again, Georgia the Georgia's about an hour to an hour and a half away from. Well, about an hour or so, close to an hour and a half with traffic. I mean, all the traffic to through uh, to Georgia Tech's campus. Georgia Tech and Georgia are about somewhere in that neighborhood of time. Uh, and then, of course, the Braves Stadium um, used to be at Turner, and I think I mean now they play up in Marietta, so it's a little bit further out, um, but. You know, that's about maybe 30 minutes from Georgia Tech. It's still about an hour right. or so away from the University of Georgia, from Athens. So so South Carolina, um, I know, is ra- they were ranked and probably still ranked. Yeah, they swept last week, so they should still be. Yeah. They, they were like 23rd or something starting out, so – I can give you their their ranking, at least whatever poll ESPN uses. Right. Uh, Is is Clemson ranked? No, they're not that great. (laughs) They've got Jack Leggett as as a volunteer assistant. It's Clemson's fault. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a completely different sport. I know, but I, I knew one of them was good. Right, right. Let's see. I know why I was not being able to pull it up. I was looking at the Wednesday scores. So that's completely not the not the thing to do there. So South Carolina is ranked twenty three. Clemson is unranked. It's at now I'm going to go back to Clemson. So I, you know, I've got to go South Carolina in the series, mm-hmm. and it might even be a sweep. I'm actually going to go South Carolina in the sweep. <laughs> it might even be a sweep. Okay, now here's a good one. This one's going to be a good one. Oh, I said this wrong here. All right, Miami. At Florida. Florida's been a little up and down so far, I think. Seem to be a top 10 team preseason. They got beat yesterday, Tuesday. They did. They did. I got beat by Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been paying attention to a little bit of baseball stuff since we're talking about it. Just 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 remember midweek. I know it's a midweek game. Played I know. I know, but they give up 10 runs or something and got beat by Jacksonville. Um they did. They did. And they lost another one, I know. This is the other midweek game. It was a midweek yeah. game, I think. Yeah, it was a midweek to. game. They must not they, have I a good week. I think they've I think they have I think they have swept weekends and lost mid lost a mid, yeah. lost midweek Yeah, games. I think that's right. Yeah. So and know much about Miami. So 
I guess I'll go Florida in the series. Florida in the series? Yeah. Because I – yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I am going to go Florida. I'm going yet again the sweep. The sweep? Yes. I just think the Florida pitching staff on the weekend plus the the offensive weapons that they have is going to be nasty. Yeah, it's been you're right. It has been the midweek game that they've struggled at. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Yep. All right. So another one of these uh one-off, or well, it's not a one-off. This one right here is uh, another team that has made deep runs in postseason. <laughs> Dallas Baptist. Dallas Baptist at Southern Miss, and Southern Miss just went almost to the wire with a uh, with Mississippi State. Just could not hold on at the very end over the midweek. I believe that was Tuesday. <clears throat> I think I think I'll go Dallas Baptist. You're going Dallas Baptist series or sweep? Let's go s- series. Series. I am going Southern Miss in the series. All right. So we got that one different. Yep. As far as winner. Yeah. All right. So here we go. One off game, two ranked opponents. All right. This is one of those, uh, I believe this one is the Shriners Classic. Uh, This is Texas AM against Louisville. Trying to see if which which day this this particular game is being Texas A and M against Lowell. Hmm. I seen a little controversy from the Texas A and M team the other day. Little coach was upset about something about the fans. Yeah, so they lost the series uh, against and and. Dang near got swept by Portland, and the fans were yelling things at the Texas A&M players. Um, yeah, and the coach wasn't too happy about it. Correct. He did not like that the fans were. He likes playing in front of full, in in front of full crowds like they have, but does not like playing in front. Uh, does not like that the that his home crowd is yelling obscenities and things at you know his team right yep and is this is this is the this is friday night where is it playing at it's in texas it is. um it's not texas a&m because this is in a uh, right. i think it's in texas i think that's where the shriner classic is played yeah. um I, I get. I think I'm going to go with Louisville in this one. Oh yeah, yeah. So the, this is uh, actually not. Okay, cool. Yeah, this is definitely uh, 
the Friday game. So you're going Louisville? I think I'm going to go Louisville. Yeah. Yeah, give me Louisville. I've been, I'm looking at them. Texas A&M has just not been too impressive over the the week. They dropped. I mean, they started out as being the a top five team in the country. Yeah, they were, and they've lost two or three. Portland, they've lost uh, at least one midweek game, and and they lost one that opening weekend too. Yeah, but I mean, losing a game like losing a game. Yeah, oh, a, I mean, it was a, it was against a good. It was against it was one of those like round robin. Yeah. You know, yeah, it was against right. a good team. Right. So, um, but I'll go Louisville right now. Uh, next one we have this is UC Irvine at Arizona State. Neither team is ranked. Yeah, both but they're both typically good, have pretty good yeah, baseball. Pretty teams. good baseball schools mm-hmm. most of the time. Right. Um, I believe didn't we pick UC Irvine in another one, or is that UC Santa Barbara that we picked? UC Santa Barbara. We have not done UC Irvine. I have either thrown or no, I I put put UC Irvine to upset somebody over the midweek. I think, but I had done that more in a tweet rather than right. say it on a. I'm gonna go with the, the upset and say UC Irvine beats Arizona you State. Going, UC Irvine, I'm going Arizona State in this one. Texas at Cal State Fullerton. Okay. That are you be- doing UC Irvine in the series? Sorry, because this is not a one-off game. Oh, it's a whole series. Yeah, I thought it was just a one game. Sorry, that that this was a series. Well, if it's a series, then I guess I'll go Arizona State at home. Okay, <clears throat> gotcha. I thought it gotcha. was a one. I thought it was a one game thing. No, nah. again, Texas and Cal State Fullerton series sweep. And is that at Texas? Uh, it's at Cal State Fullerton. That's so weird that the big schools go to Cal State Fullerton. Why is that weird? Cal State Fullerton just, is a big baseball school. I know. Also, both of them have shared a a head coach. One of Texas's biggest and best head coaches was also Cal State Fullerton's biggest and best head coach. Augie Garrido coached at both places. The late Augie Garrido. I know there's some really good baseball schools out there. Yeah. I know there is. All of them mm-hmm. uh, California schools out there, yep. are really baseball schools. Correct. Um, I'll pick Fullerton and Fullerton in this one as a series winner. Okay. And I am going Texas in this one. Even though Texas just got beat by LSU three to nothing, but that was in the ninth inning on a home run in the ninth inning to uh allowed LSU to beat Texas. 
I'm going to go with Texas wins the series against Cal State Fullerton on the road. That is all of the games that I have. Um, Auburn's playing Lipscomb. I think Kentucky is playing, you said, Indiana State. Yeah, it's Indiana so State. I would, I would expect that Kentucky could sweep that. Probably. I mean, at worst, they're winning the series two to one. Yeah. Auburn should do the same. But Lipscomb is one of those teams that does make the field of 64 for baseball. What I have noticed so far with Kentucky, they seem to be um, having pretty good pitching on Friday and Sunday, actually. That's, and okay. Saturday. And Saturday seems like a game where they give up more runs and have lost a game in a series so far. And that and that may be that they they may end up switching. I would I would watch to see if they switch the Saturday and Sunday uh, starters. Yeah. Uh, either right right before SEC play, or maybe after the first two weeks or so of SEC play, that yeah. they switch the Saturday and Sunday starters. So that they could possibly get wins on Friday and Saturday, and then you know they'll just have to they'll just have to swing the bat on Sunday. This is so Auburn. So in that in that thing where we was talking about the pitching for the for the um, Southeastern Conference, right? The starters, I think Kentucky was fourth in the conference. Okay. Yep. In ERA and the relievers, they were third. Right. They have so, their – there were like 3.13 or 3.14 or something for the starters, and then the right. relievers was like 2.43 or something like right. that. Right, and I'm going I'm to actually go pull this thing up because I can go see what, what – because uh, I know you had tagged me in it, so I'm going to go find yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yep, here we go. So when you're talking about starting pitching, Kentucky was fifth with a 3.11 ERA. 37.2 innings pitch, 28 hits, 13 earned runs over 30. the 37 innings. So that's one run about every three or so innings. It's not bad. Yeah. Uh, 13 walks to 39 Ks. That's a three to one strikeout to walk ratio. That's pretty good. You want to be two to one or better, and they are three to one. Um, they have a whip of a 1.08. 885. That is look, it's pretty good. I mean, you're only allowing 1.08 walks and hits per inning pitch. So you're allowing just over one walk or hit per inning pitch, which means that you're not really giving up a lot of base runners um each inning. Uh your relievers are third. Right. With a 2.43 ERA, a 33.1 innings pitch, 20 hits, nine earned runs, nine walks, 48 strikeouts. That is a little bit better than a five to one ratio on walkout, uh, walks to strikeout ratio, which is pretty good. A whip of 0.87, which again, you're allowing less than one run or walk or one, one walk or hit per inning pitched which is really good. If you're doing less than one, you are really good. Right. Um, 
Yeah, that's you know, if you remember, that was one of the first things I said about Kentucky after they played like four games that they yep. seem to have some really good pitching. Yep. So here we go. Uh, Auburn, just by comparison, we'll just we'll we'll throw we'll throw my team in there. Auburn, Auburn is thirteenth in starting pitching ERA. This is mostly due to the starter on Sunday of the first weekend, where they allowed four or five runs in less than an inning pitched. So that they also blew. gave up eight runs this past Sunday too, though, didn't they? Again, allowed four runs in the first inning as well. So the starter gave up all four runs. Yeah, I don't remember if the starter gave up any more yeah, than I'm that. Not so sure that's about starter and relievers. So I don't know. With that being said, the the Friday and Saturday and 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 these last several weekends it's not been the same starters every weekend um i believe the only time the first two weekends the saturday the friday starter was the same it was chase Allsup, but this weekend chase Allsup's not starting this weekend so he was a bullpen guy through uh last year he was a bullpen guy last year as a freshman this year, as a sophomore, he has started the first two weekends on Saturday. There's a possibility, and I haven't gone and researched why he is not starting this weekend, but it is a possibility to strengthen the bullpen. They put him into the pen. Um, I believe they are starting to probably solidify Will Cannon as the closer. Uh, however, they have not really figured out exactly what their rotation is going to be. Joseph Gonzalez has had shoulder soreness. That's why he got scratched last weekend and why I guess he is not starting at all this weekend. Uh, they are pitching uh, some new – there are new 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 pitchers that they are doing this weekend. Um, but like we said, they are 13th in ERA as a starting staff. Uh, it's a 5.48 ERA. 23 innings pitch, which is very low compared to, you know, 46 or 44, 43, 37. Right. Right. So that means that they're not going deep into the game. Now, Butch Thompson definitely, most definitely had a pitch count going the first weekend. Right. So they were not going to go deep anyway. Right. Um, Weekend number two, I don't know if he had the full-on pitch count going, but he, uh, they, they, they definitely didn't really go that deep. Again, the hitting for Auburn has absolutely bailed the pitching out. Um, twenty-three innings pitched, twenty-three hits, so that's one hit per inning. Uh, fourteen earned runs, eleven walks, and twenty-three strikeouts. So. They're just better than a two to one walk to strike, uh, uh, sorry, strikeout to walk ratio, which is again, you want to be at minimum two to one, right. which is what they are, but you would like to be much better than two to one, and that they are not. Uh, they have a 1.47 whip, and again, you're they're, they're allowing more. You know, closer to two 
walks or hits per inning pitched, which then means that you know you allow a free base runner and then a hit, and you have now likely given up runs. Um, relief pitching Auburn is slightly better. They're twelfth. 5.6 DRA, 45 innings pitched, 44 run or 44 hits, so just under being one per inning, 28 earned runs, 25 walks, and 47 uh, strikeouts. So they are uh, less than a two to one ratio uh, for walks or for strikeouts to walks ratio, and that is not good. Again, that bullpen is taxed because it has had to pitch a lot because the starters could not pitch deep into ball games. Uh, As I said, Butch Thompson is still trying to figure out who his starters are going to be. He's got a whole new lineup this weekend. Um, And I will probably find it in just a second. But anyway, the pitching staff's not been great. The, The hitting has absolutely saved them. They've got Bryson Ware and and Ike Irish, or and I believe Irish is batting five, I think maybe forty six, and Ware is like five forty five or five forty seven. He's like one point difference from Ike Irish, and uh, and I believe they are either the four five or the three four in the uh, in the lineup. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> Ware's got three home runs in the first seven games. Uh, they have a guy named Justin uh, Justin Kirby. He is, I believe, the five-hole hitter. I think he's right after Bryson Ware. Anyway, Kirby has six hits on the season, six hits in seven games, and you think, eh, not that great. You know, he's not even getting a hit per game, right? Right. All six hits are home runs. Leads the conference in home runs. He's hit six right. home runs, seven yeah. games. Six home runs in seven games. That's really good. Six yeah. hits in seven games, eh, whatever, yeah. you know? But, yeah. yeah. Uh, whereas... But when he does hit, he hits with power. <laughs> that's correct. Uh, Ike Irish, on the other hand, is one of those guys that's got like 14 or 15 hits in the first yeah, you know, Devin Burks games. with Kentucky has first... had a good, good. You know, he's he's, right. you know, doing really good hitting stuff. And then there's a there's another guy I noticed, and I can't remember what his name is right now. I'm still kind of catching up on all this baseball stuff, but he had six hits right. in one game the other day um, with Kentucky. That's, that's that's incredible. I mean, yeah. So it is one of those uh, again. He had like three or four runs batted in, had six hits in one game. Yeah, that's that's so. that's. I mean, that's that's stupid. That's stupid good. But um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I have seen guys get six hits in one game. That is insanely. I mean, that that that's, that's incredible. But yeah, um, it is just. There we go. Let's see if now. I can pull up these these stats here. So, Rice and Ware. Has played in. Uh, sorry, they played in eight games, not not uh, not not seven games. Eight games. Bryson Ware has fifteen hits in twenty six abs, four doubles, three home runs, ten RBIs. 
That's pretty good. Uh, yeah. For a 540, nope, sorry, 647 ERA. Uh, nope, that's a 647 on base percentage. Um, reading is essential right now. Um, <laughs> it gives him yeah. a 577 uh, batting <clears throat> average. And then, like I said, Ike Irish is one uh, percentage point off of, of uh, Bryson Ware. He is at 576. He has had 33 ABs, has 19 hits. He is the team's leader in hits. He is a freshman. He was ranked 39th overall right. uh, as far as incoming freshmen. Um, it is, we're trying to figure out as to exactly how in the heck he made it to campus. That's incredible. Right. Um, Bobby Pierce comes in next with the, as far as batting average, and he's down at 379. He's 200 points behind the first two, the leading two hitters on the team. Right. Um, but 570 something is incredible. Yeah, it's incredible. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Bobby, I mean, look, 379 is really good. Yeah. And, and he's third, you know? Right. So, yeah. um, over, Seven games, he has had 29 ABs. He is 11 for 29 uh, with a double and a home run. And Cole Foster at 320 in eight games has eight hits over 25 at-bats. I believe he hit a home run last night. He went deep last night in the first inning. Auburn scored 11 runs in the first inning yesterday. So... um but yeah, so the the batting averages. I mean, the the lowest batting average of a, of any of these starters is Nate Larue, the catcher, which is what I expected him to be. He is a guy that is an all or nothing. When he hits it, it's going to be hit very hard. When he uh, otherwise, he's probably going to strike out. And Nate Larue, in his eighteen at bats has struck out five times. So about a third of the time he's struck out. It's about right. Uh, Ike Irish, the number two hitter as far as batting average, has only struck out once. So that's the that's the difference right now. He's more of a contact guy. He's not a power guy. He's a contact guy. He's definitely one that finds a way to get a get get the bat on the ball. Um but yeah so as I've, as I've stated, these guys are guys that can absolutely hit their way out and they're uh, to, to save the pitching staff uh, for now. But once they get into SEC play, that's what's going to be the thing that, that you'll have to really figure out whether, you know, this team is good or not. Well, Kentucky has Kentucky has three hitters that are above 375. Devin Burks is Devin Burks is 375, um, and then Jackson Gray, the center fielder, is four. This batting average is, is 417, mm-hmm. and the second baseman is the one that I said had six hits the other day. Um, Petrie, I think, is how you say his last name. Okay. Uh, P I T R E. I would think maybe Pitchery. Might be yeah. Pitchery. Yeah. Um, 
His uh, batting average is 448. Could just be Peter. Uh, <laughs> it could be, yeah. It could be, yeah. I, I'm not real sure how to, how he pronounces it. I, I really don't know. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so, I know that uh, Devin Burks has got two home runs, 16 RBIs, and he, yeah, that actually leads the team. So, um, yeah. In, uh, in home runs. Uh, but he's their, He's their catcher, and I'm not sure if he bats in the three, four, five hole. But he's basically their, right? You know, their power. And one one thing to look for this weekend is that the starter for Mississippi State, I believe, on Friday night. Uh, I have to go and let me look up this guy's name. I can't. I don't think I can even pronounce this guy's name. Um, but he is. Definitely an ambidextrous starter. Uh, he's an ambidextrous pitcher, so he throws from both the left and the right, and he'll do it in between. He'll switch. He has a six-finger glove, so he can That's wear the crazy. same glove and just switch switch hands uh, in between batters. So if you have a right-left, right-left batting lineup, he will go right-left, uh, right-left with you as far as which uh, – which glove to put on and which way he's going to throw. Um, God, let me try to stall just enough so I can go find the tweet that I liked that he was in it, but I don't think I'm going to find it. So, anyway, he is a... He is an ambidextrous... Ah, yes, here it is. Uh, his name is... Good Lord. Uh, I don't know. It is, and you, well, I'm not even gonna. Uh, Durangelo or Durangelo, Durangelo is his first name, and I can't even begin to pronounce C I J N T J E. Sajinti, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not even gonna. Uh, <clears throat> I'll watch the game and see how the broadcaster pronounces it, and then that's yeah, that's what I'll go with from from now on. Right. But this guy is a ambidextrous pitcher. That's crazy. I don't know if I ever seen that or not. I actually have hit against one. Really? I've hit one. I've hit against one in high school. There was one that was from, I think, Decatur. He threw like 85, 86 from the right side, had less control, and threw about 81 from the left side with a lot of control. So I don't know if I've yeah. ever seen that or not. Yeah, it, it, it was weird. But Which batters and stuff, but not pitchers. I don't know if I've ever seen that. Mm -hmm. So he's not the only one. I mean, obviously, I saw I saw a guy in high school. You know, that was what twenty years ago. I just I'm I'm coming up on twenty years. So that was twenty years ago when I when I faced uh, an ambidextrous pitcher. Uh, I think I've heard of at least two others since then. And then this guy right here, starting yeah. for Mississippi State. Yep. And like well, I said, before, there's video on him. You just watch him. Pitch from yeah. the right side, and then the, the next batter being a left-handed batter, he'll pitch from the left side. And then, 
keep going. Before what I would we like to see is a air, yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say what I'd like just, to see is is a is 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 a ambidextrous pitcher go up against an a a, a switch hitter because I would like to see the the cat and mouse game yeah. as to which side of the plate can versus you, which arm. So can you that do guys, that? Like you can switch from one pitch to you the can't next. Switch in the middle of an at bat, but they have to declare which side they're going to be. And I think it would be funny to figure. What about out on which the mound? Can you throw one pitch right-handed and the next pitch left-handed? You know, I feel like you can, but I don't think so. If a batter can't switch, then a pitcher probably shouldn't be able to switch. I wouldn't think. But I think so. it would be it yeah. would be hilarious just to watch. Again, I want to see a cat and mouse game <laughs> between. I want to see in this game, this Mississippi State game on Friday. I want to see him go against a switch hitter and then have that switch hitter switch you know one, uh, yeah just one just watch this now they have the 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 pitch the pitch clock and whatnot and i don't know how that affects the pitch clock when they yeah. both are you know playing yeah. the waiting game against each other or if they both have to just immediately decide and go yeah because that would know. be again hilarious just to watch all right, so today I have, I have been tweeting, and and tonight Antoine Davis from Detroit Mercy was going for Pete Maravich, Pete Maravich uh, all-time scoring record. And they played tonight. They played the number one seed in the tournament, and they were like eight, eight seed out of ten or something like that. Um, so they were they – were, um, the underdog by like nine points. <clears throat> Davis needed 25 points to tie the record, 26 to break it. They Detroit led pretty much the entire Detroit Mercy led the entire game and they lost it at the very end by five. Okay. And Antoine Davis had a terrible shooting night. Oh no. And scored twenty-two points. Because oh, I was given that. What if he had twenty-four? Like he was that. He would be that close. He'd be one off. Oh my god! He was three he, off from dying. And he shot a. And he shot yeah. a three at the, the. He the last shot for Detroit Mercy was a three, which would have tied the record. He would have tied yes. it with the shot with a if he hit it. Even if they didn't win the game, he would have tied the record. Oh my and, God! And, and his season is over. They're 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 under five hundred, like fourteen and nineteen. I'd say it's done. And he's and this is his fifth year. That's it. Like if he doesn't get another game, that's it. He is going to be. He actually had a shot to at the last it. second to tie. Pete Maravich, Pistol Pete's record. Oh my God! That's a imagine living knowing that you had a shot to tie his record and missed it. Oh wow! I mean, that is that's pretty that's pretty rough right there, man. I mean, it's 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 insane that you're even that close. That you're even that close. I get it. But to know for the rest of your life that you that you 
you had the shot to at least tie Pistol Pete's record. Right. Now and remind you missed it. Remind me again. He did this in three years, right? Pistol Pete. Yes, did. Pistol Pete did it in three. He nobody's gonna touch Pistol Pete's average. Right. So game he average. Did it, he did it. He did it in three. He did it in three years with or without with the no, uh, three point line. No, with no three point. That's not this guy. This guy took four, five years. This guy took yes, five they, years to right. with the three point line. Yeah, that's nuts. Yes. Um, wow. Pistol Pete scored. I forgot. I seen it. Three or four hundred more baskets. Overall baskets. Well, yeah, that guy. makes that makes sense. Yeah, it yeah. it was like three or four hundred more field goal, you know, baskets than this guy did. Right. Than Antoine Davis. Yeah. But Antoine Davis, he did break the NCAA record for most three pointers in a career. He's got like five hundred and eighty-eight now, or something like that, and he has the most three in a career. Um, but he actually. He shot four of 16 from three-point land tonight and had a the last shot for Detroit Mercy was a three-pointer, and he missed it, and that would have tied Pistol Pete's record. <laughs> I mean, I just wanted to give you all an update. I think that is – um. I don't know. I mean, just to have to live with that, knowing that you had a shot. You were right there. Yeah. Um, is, um, I think that's just, again, that is nuts. Yep. So wow. he went to Pete, scored 3,667 points in his career. Antoine Davis is going to wind up with 3,667. Four, three points shy, and that three point would have tied it. Would have tied it. That is, that's just crazy. <laughs> yep, that is how close he got, and more than likely his career is over. I doubt the the college basketball basketball classic or the CBI or whatever invites them um, at 14 and 19. I doubt it happens. Oh, it'll yeah. be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see invite them just because he has a chance. Just to give him a shot. Yeah. I don't know. Wow. But I mean, you know, he's they're not going to make the NCAA or the NIT, but does the they they play one called the CBI, and then there's one even below that called the basketball basketball classic or something like that. Um, you know, do yeah. they do they give Detroit Mercy a bid? Right, just yeah. so he could break Pistol Pete's record. I doubt it, but anyways. I just wanted to bring that up. I was, I've been, I've tweeted about it today and try, been following it. He also was seven three pointers shy of breaking St Steph Curry's single season record, and he only hit four. So he was short on that too. 
Wow. Um, so, and, and, and they led the entire game. I mean, they were ahead, they were ahead 63 to 60 and got beat with, uh, 63 to 60 with about three minutes to go and, um, got beat 71 to 66. Wow. So they only scored three points in the last, however much you just three said, min- like three minutes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Three points in three minutes. Yeah. And they they led the entire game. Like now, when I say led the entire game, they did, but it was only like by three to six. You know, it was they kept the lead. You know, in that three yeah. to six range, right, the entire right. game. You know. Yep. And they were ahead three with about three minutes to go, sixty-three to sixty. And right. the you know they scored. They got beat seventy-one to sixty-six. And yeah. um, he had. The three, he had. I think he shot two threes in the last minute, but there was one in with the last like four seconds or something left to go, and uh, you know could have tied the record. Right. (laughs) All right. So our twenty twenty three nonprofit organization, we ask uh, that you can give to this. It is home for our troops. Um, they build homes for injured and wounded vets, and they've been doing this for 20 plus years. Every dollar that you give, 90 cents of that dollar goes towards rebuilding their lives by building homes. Um, and you can give to this at www.hfotusa.org. All right. Now on Sunday, as far as I know, unless something changes, we are going to do a SEC tournament preview, do a little bracketology talk in SEC schools with that as well. Mm-hmm. And then um, we will probably end the show with a recap of our picks. Yeah. It's probably, it's probably how we're going to do that on Sunday. We will uh, do a little SEC tourney uh, pre-show and do a little bracketology with that and where, where everybody will fall uh, with the SEC tournament next week. And then we will, kind of do a recap of our picks. I do have a guest that's supposed to come on with us. He is a bracketologist, um, and he is from northern Kentucky. He lives up uh, across the river near Cincinnati, um, and he is a northern Kentucky bracketology is his name on – or, yeah, is his name, Twitter. And uh, he is going to be a guest with us on Sunday. And we were going to be doing that at three central and four eastern on Sunday afternoon. So we'll have him on for 30 or 45 minutes and a, a, a preview show for the SEC tourney. And then we'll finish it up in about 15 or 20 minutes um, with kind of a recap on our weekly picks. 
And then Tuesday, I'm not sure John was working on some stuff. Uh, I'm not sure what, about what we're doing yet um, for our shows for next week. But I do know ne- the following Sunday, we're going to have Steve Heigl on again with us. And we're excited about that. The following Sunday is Selection Sunday for the NCAA tournament. He is going to be on with us a couple hours before Sunday. And um, Big Ten Championship is going on. And the SEC will be over with about the time we come on. So we will pretty much know all the conference champions and stuff. And we'll kind of get to finish. Uh, We'll be watching some of the Big Ten one. And uh, right before Selection Sunday, and we can kind of go through it all and uh, do some last-minute bracketology talk before uh, the brackets come out on Selection Sunday. So I know we're doing that next week, and that's going to be fun. Um, And John's still trying to line up a little bit of baseball stuff for us. So Yeah. But that's that's what we got going on on coming up soon and uh is there anything else for you john that's it all right we appreciate you being on with us we always have fun doing this um we hope you enjoy our basketball and baseball talk right now and uh it's it's finally march march madness is here it's the best time of the year it's best time for me i really love march and march madness so happy march madness and we will see you on sunday for an sec preview